0: Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality with your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together, let's show the world that mom means business. All right, my lady. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for our first ever Mom Means Business podcast. Um, Jamie and Jessica here reporting live. Hey, Jamie.
1: (laughs) Woohoo. Hey, Jessica. (laughs) Um,
0: so this has been a long time, a long time in the works. I think we've been talking about this since probably before January. I don't know, 2023. Um, and You know, I I teach a group fitness class and before I even start teaching, I have goals for my participants. And so I just want to talk a little bit about what our goals are for this podcast. You know, I think for me, um, I just want women moms to feel heard and, um, you know, have someone they can connect to, even if it is through a podcast. And I want you to feel like you're like having a conversation with Jamie and I. We started talking like this through Marco I, over COVID and just kind of thought we would share our conversations with everyone else. So Jamie, I don't know, what are your goals for the podcast?
1: Yes, I love that so much. And I think, Jessica, should we like give a little intro of how we even know each other and how this all Ooh. came about? I mean,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. take us Take us down the path.
1: All right, here's the path, so, um Jessica and I met what like six, seven, no, it was over eight years ago. I mean, we're going on maybe ten
0: when did when when did you get married because that's... eight
1: years ago yep
0: there
1: so you go. so almost ten years ago, uh Jessica and i we were both working in higher education that was our that was our path that was the field we were we were in. Should we drop where we were, Jessica
0: I mean, we'll just. If you know, you know.
1: If you know, you know. Um, we were working in <laughs> higher education. I was a graduate student, and uh, Jessica was the director of tutoring, and we just sort of hit it off. We're very, we're very like minded in terms of our ambitions and our goals. Um, and obviously, neither of us work in higher education anymore. We've all moved away. Where we actually live in completely separate states um and like Jessica said we've just kept in touch via Marco Polo and then our paths have actually connected us via the workforce yet again which is a really beautiful thing um by our own doing because now we both are you know entrepreneurs working our our side hustles our main hustles and Jessica pitched a podcast and i was like girl i don't know but uh, but here we are, we're doing it and it's so exciting.
0: We're doing it. I am so excited. We'll just see where this journey takes us and um hopefully people tune in. I don't know.
1: The so, people that love us will. Yes, yeah, of course. Of course.
0: <laughs> um, so we have some segments that we are going to do on a regular basis so that you can kind of get a cadence for what this podcast might look like and what you might get out of it. So we are going to go through our segments in this uh, in this show and we'll give you a little explanation um, and then we'll just go for it. How about that?
1: Let's go for it. That's- All right.
0: So we're going to start off every podcast with celebrations. I feel like Moms and business owners need to celebrate all the things. Um, so we're going to bring different beverages to each podcast, and we're going to cheers and we're going to celebrate something that's going on in our own lives. Um, so Jamie, I have this. Um, it's like eight forty-five a.m. when we're f- recording, and so I have this like green juice that I'm drinking for the first time. I don't even know what it is, but I'm going to cheers you with it, and I'm going to celebrate the fact that we are launching this podcast. Bam. Cheers, Boom. my friend. Cheers.
1: I have a, a a noon tablet in my water bottle. Starting, I like to start my day off with some hydration after my cup of coffee. So it's where we're at.
0: Also, you oh. don't have to always celebrate with an alcoholic beverage. That's the other thing we're trying to share with you here.
1: Especially at eight forty-five a.m.
0: Especially.
1: At <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we got things to do today. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me at eight forty-five p.m.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. Moving right along to our water cooler talk. Um, and if, when you think about a water cooler, that's where typically like employees will, I mean, I guess historically would stand around, I'm putting bunny ears around this, but like would stand around a water cooler and like talk about their personal life or like other work related things. This is just kind of where we're going to do a little bit of like a life dump and tell you kind of what's going on right now in our lives. So I have a little bit of a list, Jamie. You want to go? You want to go first? We'll just go back and forth.
1: All right. I can go first. Okay. Um. So little like notes that Jessica and I have been taking and then like banter that, uh, you know, how we go back and <laughs> forth on Marco and Polo lit- literally all day, every day. Um. Okay. So I can't remember. I was telling Jessica, I can't remember the exact show that my husband and I were watching, but I think it was Under the Banner of Heaven, if you guys have watched that. 99 percent it. sure it's on Hulu but it's like 1970s maybe maybe earlier 1960s is the setting um and there was this scene <laughs> this is so crazy and everyone who um Anyone who who was like knee deep in work culture in the in the 1970s is going to be cringing when they hear this. Uh, (laughs) But but there is a scene where, you know, this guy, he's in the FBI and he's calling like an administrative office. And you see like 12 people sitting at desks in a room. They're just like sitting at desks. There's nothing on the desk, but a phone and like papers. (laughs) <laughs> and he's calling, looking for information, or I don't know. And I'm looking at this scene and I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. What were you doing? What, how, uh, because the way that we work is so digital and everything we need is like we can grasp it any time from our phone or our computer, <laughs> like watching people just sit at a desk with a phone and somebody calling being like, I need this information. It's like, wow, okay. They went back to the archives. They dug through the filing cabinet. This sounds probably so crazy. Like, like I said, anyone who was in work culture at this time, you're like, oh my gosh, kids these days. But I'm like, I, I don't understand how you did the work. That is so funny. I, I literally don't get it.
0: We're watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel right now on Amazon, and um. They are doing the same thing. They're like sitting at desks with a phone and papers and they're like walking to different desks within the building. And right. You know, I used to work for my, um, my parents owned a doctor's office. And, um, anyway, I used to work there as a kid for free. Obviously I was just like there after school helping. And there was also couriers. There would be couriers that would come and bring more papers to the desks that didn't have computers and had only phones. There were also fax machines, but I don't think in the 1970s there were fax machines.
1: I don't know. The papers was where all the information was. You (laughs) didn't have the paper. You didn't know the thing. There's no way to access the thing. You had to call, and then the person was like, please hold, let me get back to you by the end of the day because it's going to take me a minute to find the, the paper that has the detail on it that you need. And that's crazy, but the really beautiful thing about it is that those people left their jobs and that was that, you know. Yeah,
0: they, they, they left their jobs. Left the paper. They left, they the, left paper.
1: the paper. They no longer, <laughs> literally no longer had the work with them. Mm. You couldn't contact them unless you were calling the home phone. And that's really beautiful. I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, maybe that's also how people stayed at their jobs for so long because you had True. all the information in your mind. And so then you couldn't leave the job because you would lose all that information.
1: That's true. And I think that's a solid point. It's like physically, they were not present. But I know, and like Jessica, I know you relate to this too. But like in my own business, I feel that I'm often like present, but not because I'm on my phone or somebody needs something from me immediately. And I'm like with my child, but, I, but I'm somewhere else. And I do, I do feel envious of that for work culture at that time.
0: Yeah, but like what is – I think we have blurred the lines of like what is an emergency? What do people need you for? Or what can they problem solve on their own, right? Like I think that we have given people a little bit of a crutch to be like, well, I can just message this person and she'll respond to me right away and I don't have to problem solve this Mm -hmm. thing Um, versus if you just had a phone and a piece of paper and you had to walk you know, five flights of stairs to go get the answer, that's what you're going to do versus just sending a text message. I,
1: I, I agree solving. with that. And I think part of that, yes, problem solving. I feel like this is so funny. My ops director and I were just talking about this the other day, but like the ability to problem solve on site, I think is – is not happening as much anymore because you're like oh well somebody knows the answer to this or somebody that I can directly get in touch with can tell me exactly what I need to do versus me you, you know and it is a burden like to think okay well if i'm receiving 500 text messages at once or 500 chats at one time like if you could just problem solve this you would decrease my mental load a lot
0: well i guess also i would say that Maybe how in the 1970s were people empowered to problem solve versus Mm. now? How are we empowering people to problem solve? Like, are we giving people the authority or the power to be able to do that? Mm. I always tell people, like, listen, make the decision and then just tell me why you made that decision. It might not be the decision I chose to make, but if you can justify why you made the decision, then like, let's go with it. You know, I'm going to just assume that you have the best interests in mind for your position and for the business. Um, but how are we like empowering people to be able to problem solve?
1: I don't know. Something to consider. Mm, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> agree with that. And I, and I think just like going back to the conversation as well of like, oh, well, when they left, whether that was like 5 PM or 7 PM work was over. But I, I think to your point that you mentioned earlier, like work-life balance is definitely a discipline and it has to be now or yeah. Or you, you could to work literally. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. It's a hard thing to, to figure out what that looks like for yourself.
0: And she was like, yeah, I have to work 12 hours a day. And I was like, but why do you have to work 12 hours a day? That's a long time to be working. And she's like, there's just that much work to be done. And I was like, yeah, but at a certain point, you're no longer efficient. So you need to give yourself a rest. That's a discipline. You have to teach yourself how to do that. Twelve hours is not efficient. So stop at ten. There's always going to be work,
1: and so you just got to be good with that. Yes. Oh my gosh, I feel that so hard. One hundred percent solid. <laughs> because it is like, and especially like as an entrepreneur, where your personality type probably is highly ambitious, and you're just like ready. There, there is always this work is never done. There is yeah. always work, but you'll go insane, and you'll burn out, and so what does yeah. that look like? And being like, okay, table. And now we are tabling, and we will deal with that at a different time. That's tomorrow,
0: next. That's right.
1: Whatever. Yeah. One million percent. All right. That's that's my take on on the 1970s. Shout out to everyone who was knee deep in the papers at that time. Like, (laughs) I see you. That looked hard. And yeah, I I literally can't wrap my mind around it.
0: (laughs) Also, if you were working in that time and you're listening, please write to us and tell us what that was like. Yes. Tell us your day to day. Yes. That would be really great. We will read it on the podcast. We will let everyone know what your work life looks like.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I have to know. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay. Here it is. Are you ready? I am in Frozen take two. So, I have two older kids, and they were, we were all just elbow deep in Frozen soundtrack movies on repeat all the time. And it was great at round one. But now I have a two year old, and she Mm. is loving Frozen. And now I'm in Frozen take two, round two. And oh my gosh, Jamie, I'm so done with the Frozen soundtrack. I, I listen. Disney's great, but, like, I can't listen to it one more time. I, I can't.
1: It's too much. <laughs> you know how I feel about this? I am finding myself feeling jealous. Why? Okay, so literally yesterday, Rory was like, Mom, want to watch a movie? I was like, sure, yeah. So, um, you know, my son is four and everything is about dinosaurs. And just like Jessica, one at one point, around two, it was all about Frozen. And I loved that era because that is the soundtrack that's a bop. A Frozen soundtrack two. Bops. Like, so this is so funny. I was literally having this conversation with one of my friends yesterday about, like, okay, Jessica, what's that second song on the track with um, Anna and Olaf about something? Am-
0: oh, yeah. Um, I'm in take two, and it's just and he
1: talks about something about turning into a pumpkin or no. So...
0: It's it's the love. It's like how yes
1: yes what is it?
0: I don't know. Sven has
1: I'm... a part. Kristoff has a part. <laughs> Everyone's singing in this song.
0: Okay, I'm gonna look it up. I will. I will let you know here. Okay, and that
1: song. Up. That song is about the part still, Jessica. Um. Where Elsa walks in and, like, sees sometimes her mom. Some things never, never change.
0: change. That's it, how I'm feeling bop, right bop. now with Frozen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel jealous. Literally yesterday where I was like, let's watch a movie. I was like, how about Frozen? He's no, like, James. no, Mom, how about Jurassic World? I'm like, we've launched <laughs> we it 900 times. <laughs> like, and I love it, but, oh, my God. I I can't. I would happily
0: just let you come over and watch Frozen for the millionth time. Or listen Send to the home girl
1: my way. Yeah, I'm I'm here for a good tear up as soon as Elsa walks in and sees her mom in that ice castle. <laughs> I can't not cry at How that part. How about the last
0: breath when Elsa's like in the she's gone too deep and it's like, oh. and the breath oh. just comes out and then Anna just knows. she I feels could it. Tell you the entire movie, start to finish. Might even could tell you the lines. I don't know. Feel it. It is every day. You know my two year old. She's like Nosen Nosen. That's what she calls Frozen on the way to no school. Sin. And she knows it, knows it and I'm like, how about Encanto?
1: <laughs> yes, that's my second go-to still. I'm like, okay, Frozen, Encanto, Moana. Let's listen to one of those oh, soundtracks.
0: Yes, Moana. Heard there's a Moana 2 coming out, I think. Very excited about it.
1: And that. get ready for Frozen 3, fam.
0: <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry I can't do a take three. The way these songs <laughs> make me feel inside, I just want
1: to just I don't know, scratch the wall or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still here for it. I would welcome it. I'm not going to lie.
0: Oh, I can't. Well, come ride to school every single day where she sings to the top of her lungs. Very off key. She's two. I mean, what are you going to do? But like also very off all the lyrics, all the words. She's just like screaming basically in the backseat. Very cute, but also... Frozen take two is not what it's cracked up to be.
1: Well, welcome back to your Frozen era. That is, That's exciting. <laughs> that's very exciting.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. It's a classic. It is. It is. Is it a classic already or is it going to be a classic?
1: Okay. Yeah. It's going to be, but let's be honest. We've been, I mean, what, how, well, Jessica, how many years deep are you in Frozen since Frozen 1? It's been a long time. I think mm-hmm. we can Did call it Frozen a classic. come out? A long time ago.
0: Let's see. I was just looking this up. I don't know, 2020, 20, yeah, 2020, 2020, 2019. Yikes. What was that four years?
1: Okay. All right. It's not a classic yet. I take it's it back. It's not
0: a classic. Maybe I 10 take it back. years makes it a classic. Yeah.
1: Okay. On the note of music and in, in talking about music, I've got one other plug that I need to make that okay. is uh, basically at the forefront of my mind 24 um, 7. Okay. So last weekend, I went to Taylor Swift in Atlanta. Ooh. And that was a spiritual experience.
0: Give me a give me like a high level highlight. Just like tell me tell me. I, I'm sure everyone would love to know.
1: I don't want to cry, so I'm gonna keep it. Was so I went with my sister, mm-hmm. and when Taylor Swift, she she alluded to the fact she didn't allude to it. She straight up said she's been producing music for 17 years, and I can tell right. you the the first time that I listened to Tim McGraw. Taylor Swift's like, OG, oh, she made it song. Uh-huh. I remember I was sitting in art class in high school. And at that point, I think I was in like the, the 10th or the 11th grade. And it was art. I think it was 10th grade because I we were like in the ag building for art class. I don't know why, but I can literally see my art teachers like boombox on the radio and like this song coming out and me just being like, this is – this is amazing, and when she said seventeen years and all the breakups and all of the life experiences that I've been through with Taylor Swift, like I just I couldn't believe that. And even now, and I'm like my sister and I went with my sister, and you know our our song, not our song by Taylor Swift, but like our song for oh, you, Taylor Swift is Enchanted. Okay. Yes, so you know this is the Eras tour. She's changing her outfit between every era. She's singing a few songs, and it it's three hours long. It. But-
0: the concert it's three hours long. Can we just can we just like
1: give it up for Taylor Swift? Like, can we just the way the way this woman uh, like speaking of an empowered woman? It's like Taylor Swift is the like bow down because the way she has advocated for herself, the way she has taken control of her music, the way she has her own version of all these songs, like you know all her all her tea with Scooter Brand and all that stuff that's gone down. Like, talk about a boss female like Mm -hmm. in the way she shows you will not catch that woman canceling a show. I'm like the way even so her Nashville show because I'm stalking the set list obviously for every single show because she does two secret songs every show and I have to know what they are. I'm going again to the Pittsburgh show FYI shout out.
0: That's new information. I did not know. Because here's
1: what it's like it's a hangover the next day not from alcohol from the absolute high from being at Taylor Swift. And the next morning you Cassie and I just woke up feeling Sad and like, wow. Are like, what do we? Over. There was it's over. Hype. It's, it's like, over. What do we? What do we do with our life now, moving forward? I'm not sure. So thank God, one of my really good friends hit me up. She was like, "Hey, my friend who's coming to the show with me can't go now. Any chance you want to go?" I was like, I,
0: "Wow, in Catch we're in me there." Let's
1: so go. we're going to Pittsburgh in a couple Great. weeks. Great, yeah. I'm going to relive it all again. It's going to be amazing. So this woman, there were storms in Nashville. She's All of her shows, she's playing Friday through Sunday. There were storms in Nashville on Sunday. So it was like severe weather advisory. This woman comes on. Typically, she comes on around – she came on at like 7.50 for us, I think, or something like that. This woman comes on at 11 o'clock, wraps up her show around 2 p.m., wraps up her show at 2 a.m., because that, this woman, she is just so here for her fans. She would never have been like the shows canceled. She came on at 11 o'clock and went till 2 a.m. in the pouring rain. Like the pictures are so epic. She's just like soaked. It's raining the whole time. Like,
0: like I want to know what type of employment agreement she has with her dancers. Like You will come on rain or shine or snow or sleet or hail, and you will perform to your 110% best. Girl,
1: have chill bumps because let's just talk about that for one moment. Her team of backup dancers. Okay. Her team of dancers and backup singers. Oh my gosh. Another bow down to Taylor Swift. Like, The diversity that is represented all around in different bodies, different ethnicities, like every everyone it is just every single person is represented on the stage of the of the Taylor Swift concert. And like the way the way I know that she probably just just wanted to do that so badly is so beautiful. And the way that she at the end of the show, she acknowledges every single person one of them and everyone just like gives a huge applause for all of them before she ever receives any acknowledgement herself and she's wow. such a class act i'm telling you what class act taylor swift
0: cheers to that yeah
1: cheers <laughs> listen i have an unpopular opinion <gasps> careful
0: i am not a taylor swift fan of her music now let me be clear let me be clear solid I think as a as an artist and as a woman and as someone who is positively contributing to society in her role and her fame 110% can get behind her. Her music. Oh.
1: I I feel that job. Yeah, I feel that and I have other friends that feel that way. For me, it's like and I noticed it at the show. It's it's so nostalgic. It's like I can picture the breakup that I was going through, the the college party I was at. Like it's like I literally feel 17 years of my life experiences like flooding over me. <laughs> It's emotional. It was so emotional. If you went to Taylor Swift, tell me, I'm sure you had a spiritual experience because if you waited eight plus hours to get your tickets all day, um, like there's nobody there who's not a Swifty, bottom line, unless you're a boyfriend who got looped into the the ticket route somehow. But still, I have to know, was your experience spiritual? That's been the overall feedback I'm getting. Let us know. Okay. Mic drop.
0: Mic drop. All right. So- Next up, we have some business notes. Um, This is where we are going to talk about a business-related topic to hopefully help you all in your business to maybe take things to the next level, maybe feel seen, maybe feel heard. Um, But yeah, we want to give you some business notes. So take out your pen and paper, and you've heard it here first, starting a business is not cheap. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Like you would think you could literally just start a business. Like, today I'm gonna open up, I don't know, I don't I don't know what is gummy bears LLC. Like you can just state <laughs> that into the open and start your business and go do your thing, right? But it's like not like that. You actually have to do a lot of a lot of behind the scenes work um before you're a legit business and it costs so much money when you don't have money Yeah, to start a business.
1: <laughs> I think that's solid. And like, it it totally depends on like what kind of business that you're in because, you know, so side note, I own a, a short-term rental management and design business. Um, and so we are in the business of, hate to say we're in the business of Airbnbs, but if that's relatable for you, that's what we're doing. Um, and yeah, so that's like the the product is being given to you. And so it's like there wasn't a lot of overhead when I started my business, but you're totally right, Jessica. The things that I had to spend a lot of money on are you better have a good website. You you need good marketing. We spent a lot of money on search engine optimization from the beginning. Um, and those things totally paid off for us. But yeah, it did, it's 100% overhead. Um, and you don't
0: have – it's not like you have – you like you have to have money to start the business. And so, like, where do you get that money? So I all this to say that, like, here's Jamie. Like, she she did it right. Like, it doesn't have to be unattainable. Is it hard work? Yes, absolutely, it's hard work because likely you're gonna be working your salary eight to five job mm-hmm. while you're also trying to start your business because that's how you're gonna have to fund it. Um, I remember when I was a catering manager in uh in North Carolina and she, they already had the catering side going, but she wanted to open a restaurant. And so even though she had the business already set up, she wanted to expand her business. And that was a lot of money. You have to pay for, you have to have a kitchen set up, right? I mean, you have to have all these permits, all these things and like dishes, Dishes cost a lot of money, but you have to serve people on dishes, napkins, chairs, tables, you know, they had a full bar Um, and just the things that you have to do. I mean, she had to drive to the, to the, to Raleigh to get fingerprinted for her liquor license to be able to sit like, that is all expense. Right. And so anyway, it's not cheap to start a business, but like people do it all the time you know, the business side of things, I think like, you know, going to the bank, Jamie and I were literally just having a conversation about like, can I do this over the phone? Like, why do I have to go into the bank? And they don't make it easy for you. You know, like, first of all, please, someone tell me if you work at a bank, why do you open at nine o'clock? My day, first of all, my day starts at 5am. But like, even if you just open at eight, wow, like what a dream come true. Can you please just open at eight o'clock? I sat in the parking lot for. 30 minutes watching everyone walk into the bank. And then I get in for my appointment at nine o'clock. And you know what the, the guy tells me? sorry, my computer's booting up. I'm like, I literally saw you walk in at 840. What have you been doing for 20 minutes? My appointment's at nine
1: o'clock. Wait, wait, wait. Can we go back to, to the example that Jessica and I were talking about when we were like, hold on. If I'm calling, okay, Truist, I'm talking to you, Truist. If I'm if I'm calling truest, and I'm like, hey, we're having this problem, I'm going to recommend you uh, go into the branch. I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going in the branch. Literally when Jessica and I are talking about this, this is the example she gives. Sorry, Jessica, this is, it's you're okay, on blast because I love this.
0: Blast Je-
1: Jessica <laughs> accidentally cut up her, her business debit card thinking it was her credit card and homegirl just will not go. She was recommended to go to the branch. And, um, She's not going in the branch. She's just using the credit card and transferring the money from from the debit into the credit. She's like, yeah, well, that's just not going to happen. We'll wait until it expires and then mail me a new one. (laughs) Like, why do we not have time for this? This is what I'm saying. At a certain point in time, people people were running the errands. They were doing the things. Now, errands are physically painful.
0: I know. I know. Well, so- Jamie, I did go to the bank the other day. That was that
1: the appointment you're speaking to.
0: <laughs> and so finally, he logs into his computer, and you know what he says? He's like, "Huh, it looks like your debit card was expired, and they didn't send you a new one." I was like, "See, now it's not on me; it's on you now." He's like, "Oh, I'm really sorry about that. We we just didn't send you a new one." And I was like, "Yeah, I've really." <laughs> I made a sob story.
1: <laughs> yeah, this definitely wasn't on me. Yes. <laughs> I definitely did not accidentally cut that up. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Anyway, I want you to know that if you are thinking about starting a business or if you've if you've been thinking about it for a long time, like I will tell you it's not cheap. Like probably set aside what, Jamie? I mean, just, just to like – establish your business with the state and you know to maybe start a bank account just have $500 because it's going to be a minimum $200 at least in the state of North Carolina to establish a business and then anything else that comes up if you have to like print business cards or if you need to start doing marketing I mean minimum Minimum $500 and then start just as money comes in, you put it right back into your business.
1: Yeah. I think that's solid. That's definitely the bulk of your startup, depending what industry you're in. Like I said, like if your product already exists, I think, you know, it's so much marketing in the beginning, but definitely my motto for life and literally what Jessica and I said before we hit record on this session was the only way to do it is to do it. So if you, if you want to do it, the only way to do it is to do it. and yeah. it, it, it's so fun. It, it, it can be a grind. And it's so – it's rewarding though, paving your own way. And like side note, I know we haven't even said this yet, but like Jessica works in HR and she works – I mean Jessica now, she runs all HR for the business that I own and for a million other businesses as well. And it just – it's amazing to pave your own way. Like it's, it's exciting. It is. And insane. you can do it. Anybody can do it.
0: You can do it. I think that's the biggest thing here is that you can do it. And back to Jamie's point of like time is going to happen. Like time just keeps going. There's no pause on time, right? Like you can pause your show. You can't pause time. So like it's going to keep going. Do something with it. Do something with it. Make it happen for yourself, not for anybody else. Do it for yourself because that's what you want to do.
1: Yeah, okay. I agree. And it's just even thinking about like thinking about – no shade on anyone who works a traditional – like a traditional job where oh. you have set hours and you have to, you know, sit in an office. Um, I did that for my whole life up until – I mean, like Jessica said, I, I worked my state job, like my regular state job until – when did I quit that job? Mm. I, I two started two Yeah. I started my company and mm-hmm. I worked my state job for like two years before mm-hmm. I went full-time into my business. Um, Jamie, I Mm -hmm. think that
0: was not even a year ago, actually.
1: Uh, Yeah. I didn't even quit a year ago. Like a year ago, I was still working my state job in higher education, Mm -hmm. different job than Jessica and I worked together. Um, But you just – if you really want it, you figure it out. And, you know, it it can be so stressful, but it's like just being able to be like, you know what? get my hair done today. Not saying, I mean, that oftentimes means that means we're on my computer tonight catching up with what we didn't do, but just, you know, it's, it's a flex, it's an ebb and flow. It's, um, you know, creating a rhythm that works for you. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent to all that. All right. Our next segment is going to be what we're going to call a growth segment where we want to hear from you our listeners. Um, we think that we are all Jamie and I think we're all better together, right? Like we can all learn from each other. So we want to hear from you and we will read your stories here on the podcast. So send us in your stories about your business. Ask us questions. We want to hear from you. What are your challenges? What are your growth spurts? Um, how can we help you? What questions do you have? Right? Like we are speaking from our experience and the industries that we know, but, um, Tell us about your industry. Tell us about your product. Tell us about your challenges, your growth. What do you What do you want to know? We're, we're happy to help. And you can do that by sending us an email at mommeansbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. So I'll say that one more time just in case you need to write that down on pen and paper. <laughs> I'm a little old school. I like pen and paper. But mom means business podcast at gmail.com. All right. Moving right along. So we have a segment called a tech stack, and this is where we are going to talk about like technology and resources that we find helpful um, in our business, in our business life and just in life in general, uh, because we want this to be helpful for all moms, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whatever this looks like for you, but um, all women. So our tech stack today is, Jamie, I know you can relate so deeply to this, but Google Calendar, like it runs my life. If it's not on my calendar, it's probably not going to happen because I have, I don't store my, my schedule in my brain. I store it on Google calendar and Google calendar sends me notifications and it tells me what to do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, to add kind of to the Google suite, um, one, one area that I've been, uh, really really grinding in a lot even this past week is um you know we we have business phone lines and that is if, i don't know there, there's so many resources now that business phone lines one i got rid of mine because i was like i hated the two phone life i don't know all you people that are rocking the two phone life out your, there you got i no longer have my work phone because wow. i could not oh, yeah. handle bringing two phones everywhere i went well, like it, i couldn't put do Jamie it Me
0: on blast a little bit because she loves a samsung like Android. I'm a She's Samsung user, Android all the way. And her business line was an iPhone, and she was like, "I can't." She was always fumbling, like, "I can't with this." What do you even? So do? annoying,
1: so <laughs> annoying. And that being said, it's hilarious because I use a Mac for like, my, like the desktop that I'm on that right is now is so a Mac. Funny. Like, I use an iMac. At my my laptop is a Mac. It doesn't make sense, but this is how I've been living my life. I've had Samsung since I've, I, since the OG Samsung One. Now my now I now have a Samsung 23 or something ridiculous like that. So. Anyways, couldn't do the two phone life. However, many employees on my team like it and they appreciate it being able to like leave their phone at five o'clock and then they go into their personal line. Anyways, that that life wasn't for me. We started a Google Voice phone number um, and we have like several Google Voice phone numbers. So our ops team has a phone number, which is amazing because all of them can see all of the text. It's not like everyone is in the loop for the communications. Um, And then you know our our hosting team. We all have our phone lines, so it hits all three of our phones. So someone in theory should always pick up the phone. Anyways, we leveled up this week because you know we. I'm in the hospitality industry. The phone's always ringing. Something's always an emergency that something that somebody needs. And um, again, work life balance and reasonable boundaries, even in the hospitality industry. Um, I started playing around with the with the auto attendant feature on, on Google voice. And if you don't know what that is, it's literally an auto attendant. It's a lot of work to build. So I kind of similar to this, I had to find a really good voice recorder to be able to set up like 900 different recordings for a voice tree, uh, that would, a phone tree that would get a client where they need to be. And you know, a lot of that is like, if you're having an immediate emergency with check-in, please press (laughs) one. And that is the only option that will get you through to us immediately. And this takes place after 8 p.m. If you're having an immediate emergency with checking into a unit, your number will go through. Otherwise, like if you're calling me to open a wedding block or something, or you want to ask me a question about a property, I'm I'm going to hit you on Monday. Okay.
0: Yeah. We ain't got time for that today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: so like, I cannot recommend it more. It's so inexpensive. It's like, if I'm paying, I don't know, I think our Verizon line is like 200 bucks a month for everyone's phone. And like, the way google voice we have three numbers it's like forty dollars a month and it is amazing um you know a an absolute key member of our team is on her honeymoon this week and uh she's able to just like turn off notifications for google voice nobody's calling her about work and it is so beautiful if you're trying to figure out the two phone life or if you're trying to figure out a way to practice work-life balance I definitely recommend a Google voice phone number cause it goes straight to your phone, different phone number. You can turn it off. You can screen it. Um, I have loved it. It's been so healthy for us, and then just like leveling up through an auto attendant. Yeah. Um, I will say it's not like the most intuitive process. Uh, it took I've spent probably ten hours working on an auto attendant this week, but wow. like so okay. worth it. The way I would that say
0: you're pretty tech savvy, so I
1: I agree. I would say we leverage a lot of technology in our business, but like it's not been easy, but, you know, you hope you put in 10 hours of work to save you 10 hours on the back end. So.
0: Or more. I mean. Save or more, more. Definitely
1: more. I mean, definitely more. That's right. That's okay, right. So
0: we're, we did a pivot on the tech stack. We talked about the Google voice number. We'll come back to the Google calendar. I mean, I think that was valuable. I use Google voice for my work line. Like I don't put my personal number out there for work people to contact me. I have a Google voice number. And what I love about it actually is that it rings on my computer.
1: I'm That's on my right, computer me too. all day
0: long. Same. And so when it rings on my computer, I can answer it through my headphones. And I, I prefer that actually. And then I'm not on my phone all day because then I can't type. I, I don't know. I, I need to be.
1: I, I, I agree. It's free. <laughs> I agree. And then yeah, shout out hands free. Like if you're like AirPods all day, answer the phone. Okay. Um
0: I have a whole thing on AirPods, but we'll take that to a different us. Uh, we'll take that.
1: Okay, different. Noted because I'm obsessed. Okay. Um sign so just one more thing, one more plug on Google Calendar. If you are not using Google Calendar, we want to hear from you. <laughs> mom, what are you I'm looking at you. I'm mom, shout out you. If you could write in and tell us about your life. Um my, yeah, this is kind of, this is a little bit on blast. Sorry if you feel personally victimized by this statement. Um, My mom was at the beach last week and she's, you know, we're making plans to do something and I'm like, mom, remember you made a commitment to watch my child for my friend's wedding and so we cannot do those plans. She's like, are you sure? I was like, for sure. We've been talking about it for like six months. And she's like, well, I don't have my calendar in front of me, so I, I I, don't know for sure. And I'm like, so if you are physically away from your calendar, you are unsure of what your plans are. That, I cannot understand this. So she had my dad take a photo of her calendar and send her a picture of it because the calendar is hanging in the kitchen. It's like hanging on the wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm laughing, mom. Please don't feel so.
0: I, this is my thought process in that. And that is like, how can she
1: release herself? From I feel that? panicked. I feel panicked <laughs> by this by this story. I'm like, hold on. And so then she texts me, or she Marco pulled me or something, and she's like, I do have on my calendar that I'm watching Rory. I was like, Yes, I knew that you did. Glad that, like, and you know what would fix that? If you just used a digital account. Literally, when the doctor's I office never... tries to hand me that little business card with my appointment, I'm like, I'm like don't. I literally, I... it's already in my phone while we were yeah. having this conversation. And, and we're all doing this, right? If but you're your not doing this, what is are you taking doing? taking the
0: card. Your mom is taking the card and she's putting it on her calendar at home.
1: Mom, are you taking the card? Everyone out there taking the business card and, and getting said card from the doctor's office into <laughs> your house, <laughs> writing it on the calendar. I need to hear about
0: or, or, it. Or worse for my Life is just putting it on the refrigerator. Oh my gosh, that is putting it on the refrigerator is like it's going to get lost. It's just not going to. Nothing's going to happen with it. It's just going to sit there.
1: If something is on my refrigerator, you should feel. uh, And if it's about you, like a wedding invitation, you are really, really special because nothing goes on my refrigerator
0: with anything on her refrigerator.
1: I I just can't. So yeah, shout out Google Calendar. I don't get it. Like w- Google Calendar and I are like 15 Good. years deep at this point. I don't know. So like, please tell me if you're not using it. What are you doing? I have to know.
0: Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Okay. Um, our next segment is called Momisms, where we use like mom sayings and relate them to business. Um, this is just more of like a fun section, but. And it might not always relate to business, but at least we can talk about the things that we do as moms all the time. Okay. So Jamie, do you do this with your son? Do you say, okay, if you don't, you know, whatever, if you don't pick up the toys by the time I count to three, then I'm going to take them away. Right? So then you're like, one, two, three. I do this with my two-year-old all the time. Okay. I need you to get up the stairs. If you don't start walking up the stairs by the time I count to three, I'm going to carry you. And she's like in a very independent, like she wants to do it herself. So anyway, that is my momism, right? Like that I'm always counting. And so here's how I'm relating it to business. (laughs) I feel like sometimes I need to count to three before I respond to people. Like sometimes Like the bank guy, he made me so mad that his computer was like not up and running by 9 a.m. when my appointment was and I had a 10 a.m. meeting that I needed to get to. And like my time is very valuable and you're not showing that to me that I needed to count to three and reset my mind before I could talk to him. And so I did, I counted to three and I reset and we were on a good playing field. But sometimes you just need to count to
1: three for yourself. So there is my mom-ism advice. <laughs> Solid. I'm here for that. I lo- I love a good take a deep breath. Love that. Okay, mine. Uh, mine doesn't relate to business, but it but it's a it's an important life lesson. And and okay. I did I did recently receive this inspiration on on my favorite personal podcast. So um, I you know when you make your toddler a meal. You're like, okay, we got the chip, so we've got like the processed food. We've got the we've got the protein. We've got the fruit. We've mm-hmm. got you know, we're covering all the bases. I have been <laughs> trying to exercise in my own life, feeding myself like I feed my toddler. Oh, yeah. Um, like That's and great. and you're good about this, Jessica. I feel like you're really good at le- like Jessica and Marco, with me while she's like eating lunch, and she's always eating something like healthy and wholesome. And I feel like I'm so like, if we eat lunch, if I eat a bar on the go, we we did. Well, I am so like I'm so bad at eating breakfast and lunch. like and I, and then I just like go all out at dinner, which I know is so bad for me. Um, and I've just been like, feed myself, like I feed my toddler. And it's so <laughs> it sounds so crazy, but it's revolutionary. It's revolutionary.
0: whatever you gotta do, right? Like like cut day, up a
1: bell pepper. like I just and,
0: yeah. Concept and then eat for another it. day yeah. and then eat it because maybe your toddler won't eat it, but like you can cut it and then <laughs>
1: that's, right. <laughs> that's right.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that is the first podcast of Mom Means Business. So thanks for joining. Yeah. And remember to reach out to us at mommeansbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. See you soon. That's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Met with us on social media, share your experiences. And let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until
1: next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember, you are unstoppable.